0: Hi, everyone. This is Katherine Adams and Elizabeth Wallace, and you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 281. And tonight, we're recapping Welcome to Night Vale number 193, Team Having Fun. So, we figured we're going to do the sit rep first, and then we'll jump into the Night Vale episode. So, without further ado, here it's time for the weekly Weekly Sit Rep! Clink, 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 ice in the glass. What you got? Uh, And old-fashioned. Oh, nice. Very nice. Stone IPA to nobody's surprise. Mm -hmm. Um, Sip Rep. So this is kind of weird to talk about because we really can't give a lot of details. But we did kind of want to just say for the record, we feel really lucky that throughout this whole pandemic, we haven't known anybody who's gotten really sick from COVID. And now we do. And. It's not anybody in our immediate family, but it is someone that we know and they are sick enough that they have been in the hospital for three days now. And they have been taking iverbectin and they said they had a prescription for it. So I'm hoping that means they are actually getting human medicine because a lot of people are really touting its effects and it really helps them blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, Yeah, I don't honestly know how much to say about that except it's worrying because they obviously got a bad enough case to be hospitalized for it and to have to be put on oxygen not a ventilator but they did have to be put on oxygen yeah and they're not vaccinated and they're not planning on getting vaccinated nope um what can you say? It's you know yeah. it, it continues. Yeah. Um, I more than half of the country is now vaccinated, and I'm really waiting for them to open this up to younger children, so that the kids who are back in school in a lot of places where they can't wear masks, you know, it would be great if they could have some level of extra protection. And yeah, uh, we had a discussion over dinner with some friends tonight, and everyone's wondering you know, how long does this go on? You know, what does everybody foresee for the future? And Nathan pointed out the Spanish flu lasted over three years. So this could be going on for a while before we're safe enough to not have to take all these precautions all the time. But we also have to be careful and do things like we do with the yearly flu shot and get booster shots, which I'm already ready for mine. I mean, you know, hand it out right now. I want to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this not. I mean, it's it's one of those things when we say something so vague like that. It's like, oh, we totally know somebody who's sick and in the hospital and they're not vaccinated, but we're not going to give you details because that invades their privacy. So you have no reason to believe us when we say that. So what are you going to do? You know, it's it's the information out there. Take take it as you will. Fine. Anyway, um, other than that, you know. Everybody in the family's fine so far, so you know, hoping to see people soon. Um, my friends seem to be okay, yep. so, Ours yeah. Ours too, yeah. The friends are okay, mom um. and dad are okay, Hannah's okay, we're all fine. And Nathan's fine, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, so might as well just. Move right along, I suppose. So. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Night Vale. Yay. This is gonna be Yay. a fast recap because it was a fairly it was a fairly simplistic story. Um, I don't know if it was station management who hired this new I don't know. What do you want to call them? A booster company or something? Somebody uh, Consultants. Ah, they brought in some consultants. Yeah. yeah and they are team yeah. having fun, Mike and Cash. Mm-hmm. And they've got so many different suggestions for Cecil. And they set him up with a Slack account. And I haven't spent that much time on Slack, but you apparently have. Oh, yeah. They use the Slack noise. And if you've been on Slack before, I mean, it's that little tss, talk, 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 that little notice that you get when a message comes in. And sometimes when you've got some enthusiastic coworkers who are talking about things and you've forgotten to turn the sound off, you get like six of those in like 30 seconds and you're like, turn the fucking thing off. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yes, all through the broadcast, they were contacting Cecil with suggestions that were getting progressively more irritating, especially when they called him things like cease. was <laughs> like, <laughs> and meanwhile, Cecil is trying to give the news from Nightvale about the fact that there are alien abductions going on all around the town. It started out with uh, Beth Jones, and I think she runs like a dog training and CrossFit gym, something like that. So the aliens abducted her while she was deadlifting mastiffs and yeah, pulled yeah, her into yeah. the sky. And Cecil immediately got a little slack noise. And it was Mm -hmm. Mike and Cash telling him that focus groups don't like hearing bad news, so they want him to start inserting some funny sound effects after every third or fourth sentence. Which he did, but Cecil's idea of funny sound effects are like this... Terrible goth-sounding gong, or these whooshing noises, or kind of a low roar, and Cecil's like, "Ha ha ha! That's funny!" <laughs> and he's he's playing this while he's telling more news, which is that the entire Desert Flower Bowling and Fun Complex has been abducted. The entire mm-hmm. complex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Including Samuel, who was part of the underground society, um, who apparently defected. That was like, oh God, 10 years ago? How long ago About, was that? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, anyway, so they were feeling... Bad about that. Um, but, you know, he's putting in the sound effects and he gets another slack noise, and they're like, oh, we like the sound effects, but not as much as we thought we would. So, what we want you to do is try changing the pace of your talking. So, his sports update that he did next would be like, talking really fast, and then really slow. So he did that for a while. Which meant I was kind of distracted listening to his pace, but I almost forgot to pay attention to the story that he was telling about the baseball game. And at one point Leanne Hart eviscerated one of the interns who, like, tried to make a run on base. And she threatened to do the same to anybody else who came at her. And we're both sitting here, yipe! Yipe! Yipe. We haven't lost an intern in quite some... I was actually thinking that maybe Night had moved on from that whole we lose an intern every once in a while. No, we we totally got it to the family and friends of intern Patrick message, which we haven't heard in ages. So, oh my God. Yeah, he did. He real did. So he gets more uh, tips from Mike and Cash. And apparently the focus groups don't like how polished Cecil sounds um, because yeah. focus groups think that Cecil thinks that he's better than them. So they want him to deliver his announcements off the cuff and not... Prepared. So Cecil throws down his notes and starts doing the community calendar and throws in a lot of ums and ahs and can't remember all of the details. I guess maybe he's possibly making some of it up. But he talked about there's a concert that's happening at Dark Owl Records. And mm-hmm. I can't remember, but did they say who the, the performer was? Yeah. Uh, Megan the Stallion. Yeah. yeah. But the weird thing was that all of the songs that Cecil was saying that she was singing were Joni Mitchell songs, so I'm not oh, sure. Oh, I didn't even catch yep, that. Yep. That's hilarious. All of that, so except that's... I think 1999 was another one, which is, I think, the the Prince okay. song, so... Yeah, that was weird. And you know, I don't actually, I I don't actually follow Megan Thee Stallion. So for all I know, maybe she's covered some other stuff. And so that was the joke. I don't, you know, it's like, I have no idea. No, no idea. But there aren't any tickets available because this is uh, Michelle Nguyen and former intern Marine, and they're treating this as a date. And they're not in an open relationship, so apparently nobody else is invited to this. So oh, who, who knows? Not, you know, <laughs> that fine. I, At the same time, I did do a little bit of a oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, but they get the little talk, talk, talk. You know, slack noise comes in, and now they're saying that he still sounds. I don't know. It's too much like a radio announcer voice. They said they wanted to sound like a bunch of bros in a bar talking about the news. So maybe get a snack. So Cecil's like, oh, so he gets like some chips and he's totally delivering the news. while chomp, 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 you know, eating stuff. And uh, the aliens are actually on their way. Like City Hall has been abducted and Cecil can see them heading for the station right now. And I love the way he summed it up. He said he has no idea how something as big as two and a half Applebee's can hold that much. Because it's like taking City Hall and the Desert Flower Bowling Complex. And God, what else? What was the other thing at did? Um... I don't even know. I mean, between that and the dog trainer and everything. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of people have gone at this point. So, um, But yeah, it's heading for the station and he gets another Slack message. Mike and Cash are saying, oh, the focus groups don't like the alien spaceship. Make it go away. And so Cecil's like, oh, what? And Mike and Cash run outside and Cecil watches them get abducted. <laughs> and Cecil said, oh, well, to celebrate, I mean, to honor Mike and Cash, mm-hmm. let's have a weather report and munch, munch, munch. These are really Good chips. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we had the weather. It was All This Time by Ellis. Kind of a slow grunge rock. Yeah, thing, uh, that's know, exactly it? what I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it was nice. I liked it. It was pleasant. It was. Pleasant. T- it was- Well done. Yeah, that was good. Um, We come back, and Cecil's saying the bad news is that the aliens are still here. The good news is they've put everything back. But, of course, they've shuffled the order of everything. So one building is where the other building used to be, and I think the Desert Flower Bowling Complex has been turned around. But... Um, Beth Jones, the one of the first people that was abducted, she talked about the fact that they did some experiments on her and they removed parts of her brain through her nose, but then they put in better parts of her brain, so now she can speak more than two thousand languages, although none of them are human languages, So, but that's yeah. neat. Yeah, no, that's that's very good. <laughs> um, and I was expecting that Cecil sounded so cheerful. I was expecting that maybe Mike and Cash didn't make it back, but no, they were brought back as well. Um, the reason why Cecil is cheerful is they're not going to be working with the radio station anymore because they have another big new client. Yep, their new client is the alien abductors. hmm and Beth is translating, which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, oh, that works out really well. Yeah. yeah and also her mastiffs are now telekinetic, which is also yeah, cool. So, yeah. Yeah. That's very nice. So, um, yeah, uh, everybody's happy. Like, station management is not pleased that their, you know, consultants aren't going to work with them anymore, but they're kind of afraid of the aliens, so they're not going to say anything. You're like, all right. So it actually wraps everything back up almost exactly the way it was when it started. So that's, this would be a good episode to introduce somebody to Nightvale, I think. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's another sort of just one self-contained bit of weirdness. You don't have to really know a lot of the lore of Welcome to Night Vale. You can just be like, (laughs) oh, well, that was weird. (laughs) And that was it. That was all for Night Vale. So now we have to talk about (laughs) what's really been on our minds. So we were all really excited last week when Laura Olympus had come back from hiatus. And that was a good episode. But it was nothing compared to today's episode that just came out oh my god and this one had music and you have to yeah. like look at it on your phone because I've never been able to right. make it work on my desktop no I don't think it works on the desktop I think you can only do it on your phone yeah and it works so beautifully and it, it almost so good it almost timed up to exactly how fast I was scrolling through so and it only, oh. only played the music through the one time and it just ends on that perfect note and oh my god who was the the person who composed the music oh she actually had a Twitter link in it's on Twitter at Queen of Goldfish and it just it's a really nice atmospheric thing because the thing was I was trying to read really super slowly because I wanted to eke it out a bit. So the music had actually stopped before I'd got to the end. So I actually Backed out and came back in and went down to where I was and started the music up again, and it still was really good. I mean, the music, it doesn't matter where you are in the story, it just feels like it adds so much to the story. Oh my God. So, to confirm the answer to a question you asked last week, yes, the episode did end with Apollo chasing Daphne, and he is trying to get Daphne to listen to him and to tell her that this is just Eros messing with her and that nothing's wrong and she's still screaming I know what you did I know what you did to Persephone and he's doing the whole gaslighting well it hurts me that you think that kind of thing and Mm -hmm. Eros actually shoots um, Apollo to try to slow him down, and Apollo shoots Eros, and it knocks Eros yeah. out of the sky. with who's, He's carrying Psyche at this point, so I don't know how that's yeah. going to work. No, I have no idea. And we should obviously throw in a great big spoiler warning here if you haven't read it, because, I mean... We follow a Twitter feed, and they're at Lore Olympians, and it's called Pomegranate. Get it? Pomegranate? Pomegranate. And they're always, they post a lot of great extra Lore Olympus content, and they had made a post before I had actually read the episode, and I was worried. I was like, kind of looking at it with blinders, but I didn't understand what they said. All it said was, we're all screaming at that F.P., and I realize now that means final panel. So, and that's exactly oh, what man. it is. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, See, I was hoping, I was hoping that was what they meant because I also thought they were talking about Fast Pass, which meant that maybe they were shrieking about something that's happened three episodes from now. I hope that's well, not no. what it is. No, yeah. Hmm, I'm pretty sure it's final panel, but I, anyway, I'm not even going to question it. <laughs> it was Fast Pass. <laughs> but yeah, so the the worst thing that happens... Daphne just she's screaming obviously she's upset and you know her powers are going all crazy and everything and she's screaming I know what she did I know what you did and I'm going to tell everyone and that's when Apollo is like well I'm really sorry to hear you say that and that's when he suddenly turns his power on like he becomes like the whole godlike thing and she realizes he's going to kill her mm-hmm. I mean it's not it's we're not talking about rape anymore or just hurting or beating up or whatever he is actually going to kill her and so she's literally running for her life now and she's thinking to herself she just has to get into i don't Demeter's realm i think is what yeah. she's running for and yeah. then she can hibernate And she says, if I do that, then Demeter can change me back. Now, she's been gone for a while, and you flash over to Apollo's mother looking at the cage where the bird Mm -hmm. that is Demeter, transformed, is being kept prisoner in. But Daphne is like, it'll only be a few days, and then it'll be fine, and I'll be changed back. And she's just thinking to herself, this has got to work. And she thinks, I'm sorry, Thanatos. And then we switch away. (sighs) So you see Thanatos actually come in for a landing and he's got a bunch of flowers for Daphne and I was so worried. I'm like, oh, he's going to think that she just didn't show up because he's like, he sits there, he sits there, it gets dark and he just kind of looks dejected and he drops the flowers and he gets up and he walks away. And I was like, oh no, he's going to think that she just rejected him. And then you see Echo coming, running in from the other side, chasing after him and she pulls him back and she's crying. We can't see what she's saying. And then she points and there's Daphne. And she is just... You saw her when she was running. There was this one moment when she was running where her arms were reaching forward and she was smiling. And I, I wasn't sure what was happening. But I think at that moment, and this is before we had flashed away, I think that was the moment when she realized that she'd made it just in time. And so then you get to see her as... Thanatos and Echo see her at that moment. And she's just frozen in place with all these beautiful spiraling branches coming off of her. And she's got one hand held straight up and at the tips of her fingers is the hairpin that Thanatos gave her. Oh, oh I just got God. chills just hearing you say that. It was just so amazing. And <gasps> she's got this brilliant smile on her face, you know? And it's just... But it's so like Thanatos and Echo just looked devastated. And of course, all the commenters are like, it's not going to be a few days. I mean, who knows how long Demeter's going to be kept prisoner by Leto. You know, it could be a really long time. And I don't know if Apollo did anything to her to keep her in that form somehow, because he's not there when they get there. No, yeah. No, no. So, But it's just... The way that final panel, just the look on her face and that little hairpin held in her fingers, and it's just so beautiful and epic. And you can just, everybody in the comment thread is losing their friggin' minds. So brilliant. I mean, this webcomic is just so amazing. I mean, part of me wants to find out how it ends, and the other part of me is just like, no, keep keep going. Keep making more awesome it comics. Ends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So I was making screen caps of some of the comments, so I'm just going to go through them in a random order. Somebody had a real problem with the fact that while Apollo was shouting at Daphne to try and get her to calm down, he was like, you don't have to worry, this is a safe space. He's like using the language... Against people, you know, just to try and sit there and just gaslight them and be like, you don't have to worry, you're totally safe with me. I mean, that was just like a particularly viciously awful moment right there. And I don't know how aware he is of how awful he's being. Because it always feels like he thinks he's in the right. But man, that safe space comment was really something that someone would say if they're being particularly sadistic. Oh yeah, no, it was just, it was really super, super awful. The one thing that I had to screen cap and take a note of was one commenter was like, allow me to sing the song of everybody reading this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw one person commenting that they said they had no idea that they could get that much emotion from seeing a hairpin. It was, yeah, it was just incredibly well done. I mean, this is, we've had so many great moments in this comic, but... Boy, that 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 last panel—that's a high water mark right there. Holy cow! With the music, yeah. the music really made it. I was so glad that I learned a while ago that you can only hear the music on your phone. Because as soon as you told me there was music, I was like, "Gotta gotta watch this one on my phone." Because so. most of the time, I do like reading it on my uh, desktop just to have the Need bigger to- picture. Yeah, but when there's music, yeah, go with the phone. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, man. So neat. <laughs> Anything else I can say is just going to be going on and on. Because it was beautiful and it was epic and my heart was in my throat the entire time. Because the music is so, it's like quiet, but I think because you're aware that something awful is going to happen, it just added this level of tragic to it. Like, she's running for her life. It's really fast-paced. So, But the music isn't frantic like that. It's just ominous in a way, but bittersweet too. It's really hard to describe. Very well done though. Yes. Oh my gosh. Now there was at one point when Apollo was singing to Daphne, like yeah. he he's in his God mode and he's chasing after her and he pulls out his lyre and he starts singing about, you know, how beautiful she is and how much he loves her and all this stuff. And that was, that was his attempt to, stop her right somehow because she was so. she was trying to plug her ears and talking about you went into her room when she was sleeping and you mm-hmm. turned her over to olympus to cover your tracks and it sounds yeah. like it looks like she's trying to shout down the music, like the music was going to do something bad to her. So I don't know if he was going to get her under his control or if that was actually how he was going to kill her. So um, I mean, all things are possible, but I think the power of Eros' Black Arrow was too much for it. I mean, it's just like, you know, it doesn't matter what Apollo can do at this point. She sees him for what he really is. Yeah, very much. Oh my god, but so good. So (laughs) amazing. So good. And now I so want to see Apollo get his come up and so my god, it's gotta happen. And several of the commenters have pointed out that now Apollo is on the bad side of yet another god of death. Although Hades doesn't know how much trouble Apollo is in with him right now, but we're still waiting for him to find out. And certainly um, Hermes doesn't like him either. And Hermes also takes the souls down to the underworld. So I mean, that's just like That's the people you really don't want to get on your bad side. Oh, my God. And – a lot of the commenters have also pointed out they're wondering if Apollo has done this to other women before. Like, oh, it was, he, yeah. was, he was so... He didn't even have to think about what he was doing to Persephone. And he obviously didn't really care about Daphne. I mean, she's there. At, in last issue, she was collapsed on the ground in tears, overwhelmed by what she saw in Apollo. And Apollo's like, mm, hold that thought. And he goes back to deal with Eros And he doesn't care at all. So I feel like he's probably left a trail of people behind him that he's done this to. Um, Okay. So I was thinking for a minute because I remember I thought it was Apollo who had come down to talk to Demeter at one point. It was actually Zeus. And all of Demeter's nymphs, as soon as they saw Zeus, they, like, freaked out. They're like, oh, my God, because everybody knows Zeus does that crap. You Mm -hmm. You do not want to get Zeus in a randy mood. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, if not with other goddesses, then maybe with other nymphs, possibly. Or, or like, other mortal women. I mean, that was, you know, a good oh, chunk of a right. Greek mythology was Apollo not taking no for an answer. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, my God. But, you know, Hera knows what he did because she's seen the damn photos. Mm-hmm. And Eros knows what he did because he saw it in Persephone's mind. And, of mm-hmm. course, Persephone knows it. And now Daphne knows it, but she's gonna be stuck in hibernation. But we still don't know what Hermes knows, do we? Right, and we don't know what Hermes has told um, Artemis. So. Right. Mm. right. Oh, man. I can't believe I oh. gotta wait another seven days. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything else I say is just gonna be like fangirling on and on in speculation. So it's. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was I did actually watch all of season one of The Witcher. Uh huh. I can't recommend it. Really? It's, um, kind of a mess sort of it's not like the production values are pretty high this gets some CGI monsters every once in a while that you're like I see you're fighting with the budget Um, Henry Cavill does a great job he's apparently a huge fan of the original novel and the original game so he does a very good job I think as the main character um, really puts his all into it I think that's great it's just, they play around with time. There's a couple timelines going on, and it takes you a while to realize that not everybody's on the same timeline. And the showrunner was quoted as saying that, you know, she didn't want to explain that too much. She wanted to trust the intelligence of the audience, which normally I'm a huge fan of. I'm like, yes, please, don't over explain. But here, I just thought. It's confusing, and the whole thing to me felt like one of those big, thick fantasy novels you get that has several pages of character names and descriptions in the very beginning. Of the oh, book. that's always so intimidating. Yeah, it really is. And so there, yeah, there's a lot going on, and I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't. I don't know if they do a second season, which I'm assuming they have to, because the story's not done, but I don't know that I'm in for the second season. You know, it was just too much of a mess. I'll, I'm going to post a link to, I think it's IGN did a review of it that really said everything I was thinking better than I could say it. So I'll put that in the podcast description, because they did a good job of summing up the the good things and the bad things about it. So Okay, well, I haven't actually watched anything new recently. I rewatched the second season of Beastars, just mm. to... Absorb all of the madness. And, you oh, know, really, it's, it's really it. excellent animation as usual. I mean, I have no complaints about that. It's just the story got a little weird in places, and almost, almost felt like it was going closer to what I'm usually experiencing anime and manga is as some True. some off the wall storylines that sometimes feel like maybe it's because it's a cultural thing, and I'm just not. If I had grown up with this kind of storytelling, I would be a little bit more right. in with it. But I'm still in for season three, definitely. Good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no doubts there. And also because it's getting to be close to fall, I'm rewatching horror movies. My favorite horror oh, movies nice. again. And I rewatched The Descent, and we have the Blu-ray, so I watched the. Commentary with the director and the cast. And that oh, is yeah. just so much fun because they all, all these badass ladies and they've all got these lovely accents and they're all just oh, pointing out all these different things. Like at one point, um, the character Juno startles Beth on purpose down in the cave and yeah. everybody's laughing about that. And then you hear the actress who played Beth say, now in real life, you'd have a go. <laughs> just <that laughs> lovely accent. And when she points out, this, like, that was a terrible thing. Thing that she did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to re-watch that one. I haven't watched that one since the first time I saw it like two years ago, three years ago. Like I, I just guess. love... The, the. I mean, the director pointed out, and I'm sure that this was something that everybody knew going into the movie, but that they they cheated a couple of times but for the most part the only light sources that you get in that cave are what the characters bring with them wow, so, so the good. little infrared camera or a glow stick or a flare or the headlamps on their helmets just all of that and i, I really am impressed when people can do something like that yeah, cuz it grounds yeah. everything so well yeah it does it takes especially when you've got like a horror movie with monsters in it you want something to like make it even more grounded in reality so that you believe it a little more mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And you had that lovely shot of all six of the characters at the edge of this cliff staring out over, you know, this incredible drop. And one of them reaches out with a rock to drop it down to see how far it is and as they're reaching out the camera pans up so you're looking down at them and just Ooh. with the glow of the red from the flare that they tossed over that's an amazing shot I mean that's a Beautiful. frameable shot right there oh, that's so awesome yeah no now I definitely need to watch that but I also need to watch Midsummer, which I still haven't watched yes you know, I would think yeah well you will be coming into town in somewhere in the near future so perhaps yes. we can watch that when you're here oh well, Okay, we can do that too. That's always it's always more fun to watch that because I know you want to rewatch it at some point too. Anyway, yeah. Well, I've watched it many times now, but I'm yes. always up for another rewatch. Yeah, that, and I'd like to watch Cabin in the Woods again at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Bit. I know we don't like Joss Whedon anymore, but that movie no. is just always going to stand the test of time. It's just yes. so it's much crazy. fun. Yeah. I just love it. But I guess that's going to wrap us up for the week, so make sure to check out PixladyGeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the fan art galleries. We have a few reviews from Hugh, I believe, uh, lately. He reviewed both Monsters at Work Season 1, which is sort of the continuation of the Monsters Incorporated from Pixar, Hmm. which he gives a B rating, so I guess that's fine. And he reviewed Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings like the day that it came out. He and and what does he think? Loved it. He loved it. Oh, he good. All right. Yeah, he I'm thinks curious. that character's like major unappreciated, and he thought they did a great job with it. So. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you and I still need to watch Spider-Man: Far From Home because now yep. the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is out, so mm. it's probably time. Yeah, I think so. I think we've waited long Mm -hmm. enough on that one. So, anyway, all that and more, pixelatedgeek.com. Next week, we won't have a Night Vale. We will have another Laura Olympus episode. We sure will, um, and we'll be talking about that one. Well, possibly other things in the nerd world. So, one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later. excited last week, of course, because Welcome to Nightville came back from hiatus. Sorry, you said welcome to Nightville instead of laura Olympus. Damn it. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> <God. Yeah. laughs> try that again. Apollo's gotten on sorry. And man. i <laughs> try this again.